I hope you're having a wonderful morning, evening, night, 2 a.m., 5 a.m. Whenever you're listening to this, it's your host, Vibova, and you're tuning in to Vibova's Mind. Thank you so much for listening. And really quickly, before I forget and you forget, make sure you go grab your homework or go grab something to eat if you haven't already today and just pause this and come right back so you can actually finish your homework and you're not procrastinating like I know all of you guys have. So pause this right now. I'm going to be here right back when you get back. So don't even worry about it. I promise I'll still be here. Okay, hopefully you actually pause it and grabbed your homework or you're actually doing something right now. But if you're not and you're just giving me your full attention, thank you so much. I appreciate you so much for that. And hopefully you guys have enjoyed what I've had to say so far of just how I perceive everything that's going on, just society in general. And that you actually learn something or it makes you think about something in the future and understanding how everything works. I think it's like really interesting that I was able to start something like this and just have like a platform just for me to say things. Even if literally no one's listening, that's totally fine because I just always wanted to express myself and that's always kind of been part of my identity and who I am as a person. And I think there's a lot of things that have just been like a part of my identity and just navigating that. But I think that just the term identity is something that's kind of confusing and there's so many parts to it that I don't think a lot of people understand. Especially at a young age, kind of understanding your identity can be sometimes a challenge when you don't really understand how the world works and you're kind of just learning. Parts of you can become confusing especially going to school for the first time and being around other people and understanding that not everyone's the same as you and people are so different but also understanding that you guys are the same in so many different ways is something that like it can be very hard for people to process and I think it's even harder for kids that don't go to school right now like I know my brother he's supposed to be in like pre-k right now but he's doing home like he's doing online school because of COVID obviously but it's still really confusing because you don't get to be in that classroom and kind of navigate yourself in that way and really recognize your identity because like if you're at home right now and like a lot of us are like I know some of you guys probably even have siblings or people that you know that are like three four five six seven that are doing classes from home And they don't get to see kids and they don't get to see like how different and how, I guess, big the world is. Because everything seems so big when you're young, but you don't really get to see that completely. When you're taking classes from home, you're just looking at a bunch of boxes on a screen and just people. And I don't think people or like younger kids understand that those are real people and you're looking at real things right now. And you kind of see what sets you apart from everyone else when you're actually in school and you're actually learning, I think that's going to be even harder. I can't imagine how hard it must be to grasp your identity when you're literally just, you know, learning and you're just meeting people and you're just kind of understanding it slowly and then the world shuts down and you just have to be at home. Like, it must create such a delay in, like, understanding the world and coming to terms with things. Because even as just being in kindergarten... And, like, preschool, the early ages were really hard to understand, like, myself especially and who I was. Because I know I had the privilege of growing up in, like, a diverse community and understanding that 
like there's so many similarities and differences between everyone and I didn't really feel like I was the odd one out in terms of how I looked or dressed or acted because there were so many people that looked like me but also so many people that didn't look like me so it was like the perfect combination and balance and it helped me understand which was beneficial and it made the process of coming to terms with my identity a little easier when initially obviously it's going to be difficult for everyone so I just think that there's so many parts of someone's identity that you have to come to terms with especially in like the early ages is when like you really have to understand and make sense of that I know that um, something that was really hard for me to grasp was racial identity and like ethnic identity because when I was really young, I didn't really, it doesn't really make sense. Like I didn't know that I had like a race or ethnicity or like I didn't really know what those were and I didn't know what those meant at all because I didn't know until I think someone asked me or someone was talking about it and they asked me and I couldn't really answer because I was never really told that. I think it's because a lot of times, like, younger kids are expected to know that, but, like, I didn't really understand because no one really told me, and I don't think that anyone felt the need to just because you're expected to assume that yourself just on your own background and the way that you are. And I think that since you're supposed to assume that yourself, other people are also kind of they've also learned to assume that themselves, like look at someone and they've also kind of generally been like, okay, like we can assume by looking because we've also assumed by living and kind of learning our backgrounds. But a lot of those times, you know, people don't assume and when they ask and when you don't know and they don't know and we're kind of all just like, okay, this is the background just because of what my parents and like what I know. It, get, it gets really confusing and it makes it really hard to kind of come to terms with that just because everyone expects you to know. And some people like, you know, they're told and a lot of people I feel like aren't because I remember talking to a lot of my friends and kind of asking them if they had a similar kind of confusion in preschool. And a lot of that could relate to the fact that they didn't really understand the terms of those things. And those are understandably hard concepts to get at a young age especially like explaining race to someone so young I know that I can understand how that can be difficult but not knowing those could be even more difficult because you're like okay so what am I like I'm a different skin color from everyone else like I look a different way like I have different features like so what how does that like make sense and like ethnicity and race and how other people perceive me and it's something that's really complicated to get and the impact of that and how your race impacts is also something hard to get but I think just explaining it in simple terms and being like hey you're this this is our background and this is why it's it's so much easier for them to understand even though there's obviously going to be some confusion in that it's better than not knowing at all or being completely out of it and not understanding that concept. I think another concept that I kind of wanted to go more in depth into was how identity in terms of gender also is super confusing when you're little. I think that especially in preschool and kindergarten is when things are the most confusing because you're kind of put into these social boxes based on your gender 
I know that certain interests and certain hobbies and even emotions are tied to like genders at times, especially like, oh, if someone enjoys playing with cars and cars, like, oh, like guys, that, that's something that's more guy trait. Or if you really like the color pink, that's something that's more of like a girl thing. And that's feminine. And this is masculine just simply because in the beginning, like this is how it, this is simply how it works. Like if you ask someone like, oh, that's just how it is, because you can't really explain it. Like we don't know why certain genders are attracted to certain things. I mean, obviously, you know, there's a historical factor. I mean, I know that a lot of times like, you know, men do, I guess it's like, you can kind of explain it like, oh, in the past, like men were always the ones working and then like cars and they always had to drive. So then that's why more men are interested in cars than women. Like, obviously you can explain that, but it doesn't really make sense to a toddler or anything because it's like, okay, so just because of that one thing back then, it doesn't really dictate why it still applies right now. And I don't think just because something in history, just because historically like this is a thing doesn't mean it should apply now because so many things have changed over time and simple things like interests and hobbies and likes and dislikes shouldn't really be dictated by gender. And when a young kid is being told that and like it's kind of pushed on them at a young age, it makes it kind of confusing because you're like, oh, well, I'm a girl and I like cars. So like what am I like that's kind of how a lot of kids think of it and that's kind of how I thought of it because when I was younger I really liked collecting rocks like in kindergarten and stuff and first grade so I used to be like wait this is a masculine thing right people look at this as a masculine thing so if I'm doing it what am I because a lot of girls don't do it and this is like a like, again, this is, like, a masculine thing. People look at this as a masculine thing. So what what am I? And I think that that's something really common that happens to a lot of people. Like, I remember in kindergarten and first grade, like, wearing the color pink. And if you were a guy and you wore the color pink, like, it was, like, especially in kindergarten and preschool when those norms were kind of enforced on that. It was, like, oh, my God, like, what? Like, how come you're wearing pink? Like, I remember people would get made fun of, especially in, like, preschool and kindergarten for that. But I think as you kind of get older and as you kind of learn, like, okay, colors don't really have gender, then it's fine. But initially, it becomes kind of hard because, you know, when you're, like, telling a kindergartner, like, your other people are making fun of, like, someone for the color that they wear. It's like, oh, what? Like, it kind of changes their... Like, especially at a young age, it's kind of, like, built up in them. And they're like, okay, I'm not wearing pink again. I don't want to make fun, get made fun of because I'm a boy wearing pink. And obviously now, like, you're not going to get made fun of because people have gone past that. But the fact that it's introduced to us at such a young age, um, it makes it really hard to kind of comprehend, like, oh, this doesn't really make sense. And... I think the reason it's kind of so enforced on us and we were so serious of it was because we didn't really have another way of comprehending things like gender and color and all of those different things. But it also something that is really interesting to me is that how 
guys like if when they wear the color pink like in at young ages they get more backlash than girls that wore like more i guess masculine colors like blue or green which i remember those were considered masculine like those were like what guys liked like more times when a girl is doing something that's considered masculine they get less backlash for it but when a guy does something like that they get more backlash which i've kind of noticed and i think that's kind of interesting because it also like leads this problem of like emotion and how that associates with gender as well because a lot of the times guys are told like at a young age they experience a lot of toxic masculinity and how they can express emotion just simply based on the fact that they're a guy like I know like a common phrase like everyone knows is like oh like boys can't cry just because you're a boy and you're supposed to be tough like man up like you can't cry and I think that's really I think that's really harmful like psychologically because like if someone's not like crying and like they're not able to let out that emotion because crying is just a way to let out pent-up emotion and what is like what makes you upset it's just a simple way and like it can be as simple as like a kindergarten like student just scraping their elbow or something and then like maybe like their parents like oh like don't cry like you're a boy like toughen up like man up and so at a young age when you're continually told that it's kind of hard to understand like oh I can't let this emotion out so I just have to kind of keep that inside me and like not cry. And that's obviously harmful because instead what society makes more acceptable to towards crying is anger and frustration instead. Like it's okay to be angry, but it's not okay to show your sadness and like cry. And I think that makes it even more difficult because it's letting anger be more acceptable. And I don't know about you guys, but I'd rather have someone sad than be angry because I feel like anger and aggression is something that you know built up anger and aggression can almost be kind of dangerous because I feel like when you're angry you're more likely to do more impulsive things and impulsive decisions and I'd much rather have someone like let out their emotion right there and cry it out and be able to like move past it rather than having all that pent-up frustration that they can't let out and I feel like you know obviously every guy and every person has a different experience when it comes to emotion and how they've been told and they've been like told to like experience or interpret things but I feel like and just generally in society it's seen as like very almost weak or vulnerable for a guy to cry and obviously that's changing now and everything is evolving but it just in general it's still seen as that even though it really shouldn't be because emotions again it shouldn't be attached to a gender and just simple things like that shouldn't really have a gender aspect of it because like girls I feel like it's more socially acceptable for a girl to cry like if a girl cries like everyone's just gonna be like oh like okay it's it's totally fine but like when a guy cries everyone's like what like huh like I I I still feel like even though like it's seen as a little bit it's seen as better now like it's not seen as bad as maybe you know crying in like third or fourth grade as a guy like I still feel like people don't 
people aren't as judgy and people aren't as restrictive of stuff like that. I still feel like younger kids and that cycle of toxic masculinity still goes through and it's something that it's hard for pe- it's hard for people to express themselves when there's borders and like all these boxes that you're put into society like you can't express this emotion just because of your gender or you can't do this just because of your gender like I'm glad that a lot of people now are like being like okay just express yourself in the way you want to be want to like show yourself and that's totally fine and I feel like that's the way it should be just because that's what helps people navigate their personalities and identities so much better than putting borders or putting this kind of restriction just based on someone's identity like I think that like if if a guy wants their favorite color to be pink then that's like fine like it's totally fine and again I feel like at a young age these were all like oh my god these were such big deals or such big issues but now they aren't like now people are realizing like you can literally express yourself in the way that you can but there's still problems because what's taught as when you're really young kind of still follows through to you and kind of impacts the way you see things today because like I said if you're made fun of for making like wearing a shirt that's pink when you're younger you're still going to remember that like later on and that's still going to impact you and you might end up not wearing that color again because you remember the feeling of how you wore it the first time or you're afraid of that judgment just simply based on your identity and how people look at you and I think intersectionality also kind of comes into play because I think that there's so many topics that honestly go into the fact of identity that I could be really just honestly talking about it for a long time but I wanted to focus on things that really impacted us when we were younger and for me that was racial ethnic and gender the most and honestly I just think that these restrictions make it really hard and it's already super hard to understand identity at a young age like you're literally just going to school you're just understanding the world but when you put even more restrictions and all of this it just makes it kind of confusing to grow up and understand things and I think that when we're young, we're not really trying to, like, dissect everything and be like, oh, like, this is the reason, and oh, like, why is it like this? You're just kind of, like, absorbing the information and moving on with it and learning the next thing. Like, you're just learning multiplication, and you're just, like, you're just moving on with it. But I think that there's so many, there's so much harm that comes with putting labels and putting all of these very hard social norms that make it harder for people to express who they are so I guess what I'm trying to say here is it's really important to just educate younger kids like if you have like a younger sibling like a three or four year old or like preschooler it's really beneficial to like educate them and be like you are this ethnic you're like this ethnicity and you're this race and kind of explaining to that that concept in simple terms and also just being more accepting of interest and things that they want to do and not restricting them just based on things like gender or the way they look or the way they act or something like that just overall just being more accepting of that and understanding that these social norms exist like when they go to preschool and if they come home like crying because you know they got bullied or judged just because of something that they wore 
or something that they did or something that they were interested in, kind of explaining to them that, you know, your identity, like you can still do what you want as long as you're, as long as it's something that you're interested in in, and like you're not harming someone else. It's like totally fine to pursue what you want to do. So I think that that helps people just understand their identity, the things that they can't really change about themselves, but also the things that they can, like their personality and just the way their mind works and their mindset. Like, it helps them understand, okay, this is who I am, and this is what I can do, and it gives them so much more freedom to find out who they are and, like, their personality and understand, like, themselves in ways that wouldn't be as wouldn't work as well if they weren't educated on these things or they weren't really told that certain things don't have certain meanings just because of gender or things that you can't really change. But overall, I just wanted to say that identity is something super broad. Again, I could talk about it for a long time, but just being more understandable would really help other people come to terms with it And yourself also come to terms with it because I think that even growing up, there's a lot of people that are still confused and coming to terms with like living in diverse or non-diverse areas and just the way people's experiences and people's views really change what people may feel or how people may interpret things. So just being understandable of that and letting things be more open is something that we can all do and work towards, especially for young people, like very young kids. So honestly, that's what I have to say about identity. Thank you so much for listening. I know that I went into a lot of different topics and kind of talked about a lot of different things, but I hope you were able to get something out of it. And I hope that the next time you see like someone that is confused and you kind of know what to do and how to think of things and i hope that my thought process actually made sense to you guys thank you so much for listening i hope that you were able to get something out of it and i'll see you in my next episode bye guys